So this is heavenly thoughts where we set our mind on things above. And on this episode, we have Tiffany, my friend. Um, and she talks about prayer and how her prayer life is and how God's been speaking to her about prayer. So, yeah, just take a listen. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. This is Heavenly Thoughts. So I got Tiffany here. Tiffany, how are you? I'm actually doing really well. It's been a refreshing day. Yeah? So, yeah, I just don't like it because it's cold. You I don't hate like cold, cold weather. Yeah, you... I hate cold weather. Yeah. Everybody's like, yay, the fall is here. And I'm just like, you're telling me you like to go outside and just like be in pain? Like, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, God, I hate so that. So you're more a summer girl? <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. Okay. I'm also Brazilian, so I don't okay. know if that means anything. But... Okay, well, uh, Latinos, you know, sometimes Makes they sense. like... Makes sense. Summer. Yeah. So let's just go in it. So what is what is God been speaking to you lately during, let's say a week? This whole like a Ooh, week that the passed. The past week, I guess, I've just been kind of kind of seeing a theme of how present the Lord has been, not only in my life but like in my friends' lives and just things that I've prayed for, mm-hmm. like coming into fruition, and I'm beginning to see that. And even in, like, the ministries that I'm in, as far as, like, Kids for the Nations and just uh, me finishing up CFNI, like, I'm seeing the things that I've prayed for come, finally. Mm -hmm. Um, The beginning stages of that. Even my friend, um, I have a friend, and they've struggled with just, like, depression and different things like that, like, their whole time here at CFNI. And they're just beginning to notice. It's like God really has heard all of my prayer, like, all of my sorrow, and he's, like, done something about it. And he's doing something about it. And it was difficult to see it in the moment, but he was very intentional with every word, everything. Like, everything's just kind of coming together, you know? Mm. Yeah. So you're you're saying that you've been praying for your friends, been praying for them, and that's, like, your thing, huh? It's, like, you love praying for people and just seeing Mm -hmm. how their growth is through, through prayer. I just love seeing the Lord move in people's lives. I love transformation. It's kind of like adrenaline, like (laughs) um, just seeing people encounter the Lord. Uh, As far as like praying for people, you know, praying is like something, uh, a part of every Christian's life. And if anything, like the Lord has just been teaching me what that really looks like. Because um, like I work at the prayer center, I work at a prayer center, so I pray with like hundreds of people every week. So there is a moment kind of like in the beginning of quarantine, like, April, March, where I was just spending time with the Lord and I was just reading my Bible and worshiping, but I realized I was like, I don't know how to pray. Mm. I don't know what that looks like. I can have a conversation with God all day, no problem, but I don't know how to intentionally sit down and pray. And I'm like, Lord, what does that look like? The Lord's prayer, like, what is this? And I just found myself like in times of prayer, whether I had a list or like whatever it was, uh, my mind would always get sidetracked. Mm. And maybe maybe that's just me and how my mind works, but I just found like I was always getting distracted or like I was praying this and all of a sudden I'm thinking about something else, literally anything. And the Lord just told me, he was like, just write it down. Just write down every time you pray with me, everything. Just write it all down. Cause then you have to like sit and focus and just like really be intentional with everything you write. You can't get sidetracked. Yeah. When you're, like, writing, because you have to think about it first. So I started doing that and, like, uh, getting, like, a prayer journal and having that 
journal as just like all my prayers to the Lord or things that the Lord has said to me. Just being very intentional in prayer. He's teaching me what that looks like. Because, you know, they, we can we can talk to God all the mm-hmm. time. But I think it's very obvious that there is a specific way that we should pray. Because we see that in Jesus' life. We see that in the Bible. Um, so just allowing the Lord to teach me that himself. Because I've, like, taken prayer classes or, or just different things here um, at CFNI. And really just allowing the Lord to teach me himself. Mm. It's just been very interesting. So can you, like, break it down a little bit of what prayer God's been teaching you about prayer? Yeah, sure. Let me see if I could find something really quickly. But going back to my journal in, like, the days of quarantine, shoot. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, it's really interesting, like, seeing now your journal, you have, like, drawings and... Yeah, I do. I like to draw a lot. It actually helps me, like, focus. And, yeah. Um, I like having paper things, my calendars, paper, all of that. Oh, my goodness. There's um, a lot, huh? Yeah, there's a lot. Like, <laughs> I don't even know, like, where to start. Okay. So this was April 5th, and uh, I was reading John 12, 12. Mm. And I guess I'll just read. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wrote, and I was talking to the Lord, and this one he was. This is when he told me to just write it down. And then I said, I have found myself repeating things with no meaning to you out of repetition. Mm. I don't know how to pray. They're just a bunch of empty words. Um, and then I was just in repentance from that to the Lord because I don't want to bring him just a bunch of nothing. Like if I'm ever going to talk to somebody, including the Lord, or if I'm setting up a meeting with somebody, um, I'm not just going to say something to say something. Yeah. yeah. I really want it to be filled with either meaning or have some kind of purpose or purposeful conversations. Um, yeah, but then I wrote, I want to place more value in the time I spend with you. Teach me how to pray. I know that I can hear your voice, but I don't really know truly what it means to spend time in prayer and in intercession. Uh, I would rather not speak at all than speak with no meaning. Teach me how to pray and how to behold you without my mind wandering. And then just in that, um, it was just, uh, I think a lot of that takes discipline and takes submitting yourself to the Lord and intercession is just placing things under the Lord, placing yourself in the Lord. But um, yeah, the Lord is just really teaching me how to have like a disciplined prayer life because I do hear his voice. I think we always have access mm-hmm. to God. Yeah. But coming before him yeah. intentionally every day, that's hard. It really is. Mm-hmm. Discipline, having disciplined time. It's it's tough, but I think you'll be able to see the fruits of that in your life when you really are intentional with it. Yeah. You know? So how, how do you not wander off when you're on your prayer time? Like, yeah. how is it that you just try to concentrate or just not like, oh, let me wander let me think. off? Me... I think, I mean, obviously it's like your time with the Lord. He'll take it where he wants. But um, even just like knowing in your mind, like, okay, I'm going to be, this is my time with the Lord today. This is the amount of time, or this is when I'm going to have time with him. 
or like if I need to do something after I want to make sure I have enough time and just really being intentional about the time and then knowing that that's time set aside for him specifically and then also um for me like I said me personally writing writing things down writing my conversation with the Lord out because I think my mind moves really fast and I just think like our generation like like year 2000 1999 98 um I feel like we were kind of just always our mind was always being fed as we were younger yeah and there was never like a moment where we didn't have something or we're we like we don't get bored anymore all the time yeah, yeah. like we're either on instagram or on twitter or on social media or we're doing this or we're busy or we have a meeting and so it's like our mind is always being filled so in times of just silence and quiet it's very easy for our minds to wander and if i'm not thinking about this and i'm thinking about what i have to do in two hours or what i did earlier this morning or what i have going on tomorrow and so um really just learning how to be like no this is the time for this right now and i'll worry about other things later but this is the time i have set aside for this and just being intentional as far as like oh i'll just get to it i'll just get Mm. to read the bible when i have time because in most cases you're not gonna have time Mm. or you're not gonna do that and i think there is a lot of moments even like throughout my day throughout my week where i just kind of have like 15 minutes here or like half an hour there like whether it's in between classes or like work or something like that like a break then i'll just like spend i'll just read the bible i'll spend some time in the word but i think there's something very different very special when it's very intentional like I have like my friend Myra um if I want to hang out with her then I'm gonna text her hey let's spend some time together this day this time and we're gonna talk hang out do whatever we want to do if I just like see her in between whatever then the conversation won't be as intentional it won't be as fruitful as it could have been as far as like as if it was as if it was planned or if it were planned or if we like had set that time aside so really being intentional about time being intentional um, about keeping that and then uh yeah just writing it down whatever you got to do to get your mind to focus whether that's like listening to music or um having a journal or something like that but and, yeah that's and what, I do. what happens when you like after you do all that mm-hmm. you write it down mm-hmm. What happens when you have that communication? <laughs> I think as I begin to write down just my heart, just really where it is, um, then the Lord just begins to speak. I begin to hear the Lord's voice like very clearly. And he's had moments where, with me where he's like, I need you to turn to this page in your journal and mm. remember what I did there and then turn to this book that you read. And then I just begin to hear the the Lord's voice clearly and whatever it is that I've brought to him, whatever it is that I poured like out of my heart to him, um, he responds to that. He's a God that responds. Even if he responds in silence, he's responding in silence for mm. a reason, you know? Mm. So I think whatever the Lord chooses to do after that, after you give him, because you also have to give him the moment to speak. Because if you just pray and um, cry or whatever, whatever you do, whatever you bring to the Lord, because you don't give him any time to do anything. Yeah. Then you're just leaving it at that. It's like something was missing. So when you give the Lord that opportunity, he will respond. He's not a God that just sits there and hears our prayers and doesn't do anything about it, you know? Like Like it says that he, 
that uh, our prayers like are collected in heaven. And, and so I just, I know, I know that if you are to bring something to the Lord, even if you were to respond in silence, it means something and find out what that means. Ask him what that means. Like asking him questions. I've even like come up to the Lord and said, what are you going to do about this? Yeah. This is happening. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Or just being really honest with him. Cause he knows your heart. He already knows what you're thinking, but He's waiting on you to say something about it. Not every situation. Sometimes he'll call you out without yeah, yeah, yeah. even noticing. But I think if you give the Lord the opportunity to speak, you'll hear that like, still small voice. Speaking. And what are some key verses for you about prayer? Oh, a key verse. I think the life of Jesus, 100%. I don't know if I could like state specific verses. I mean, I could. Um, but just the life of Jesus and how he prayed and how he was very intentional. You see in the Gospels that um, before and after times of ministry, he would be with the Lord. Before he would go and like preach to a crowd, he would have his time alone with the mm -hmm. Father. Yeah. After, he would have his time alone with the Father. And I think that's just like so important. The Lord's Prayer, teaching me what that means and... Um, I think a lot of times we just quote the Lord's Prayer, like as if that's the Lord's Prayer, but I feel like it's kind of like an outline. Yeah. And um, you kind of just plug in things as they fit. And he gave us very practical ways, the life of Jesus. Um, I think even just like John 17, his life was a prayer. Like that, oh my goodness, that prayer for us. Let me find it. Go for it. <laughs> Yeah, because it, it, it is it is kind of true. Because I was reading this weekend as well, John 17, and I was like, I was remembering, I was remembering that that prayer that he prayed, and he was calling out the Father to come in with us, being the disciples, but not as disciples as well as for believers that believe in him, that are going to go after him and let mm -hmm. us be one with the Father as he is one with him. So it's like, absolutely, that's, yes. That's just unity. That is unity. In, in John 17, I think it's just such a, I mean, there's so many things. Um, there's just such a call for unity, unity in the body and then unity in uh, between the Father, the Son, and us. Like, that's crazy, too. I've heard um, a, a teacher here at CFNI uh, explain this in a way like, Okay, well, the father is staring at his son, Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus is staring right back at the father. Yeah. And they're inviting us to come in the middle of that. Mm. And I was just like, what the heck? That's crazy. Um, but I think, yeah, John is 17 is just, it's in my Bible. I have the NASB Bible. Um, it's called the high priestly prayer. <laughs> yeah. So I think just looking at, also you just see through this chapter, just looking at like the state of his heart the state of what jesus was at like this isn't just like surface level like this is something that's coming out of his soul it's coming from like deep within him almost like a grieving for the people for the disciples and just all of those things and you see like the relationship he had um with his disciples even when he's saying like now i come to you and these are the things i speak in the world so that they may have my joy made full in themselves and i think he was seeing that in like his disciples at the time, like, uh, he wanted him, he wanted them to experience the the joy uh, that he had for them and all of those things and to bring that out into the world. Like, he gave that to them first and he grieved with them first and he almost like um, how Paul was for 
for the churches um he like grieved for them like there was like an angst like in his within his being in his soul like for those people it was very real it wasn't even just like oh i want you to be successful i want you um to be well i want you to know the lord or anything like it was like a deep like yeah within your heart and sometimes it's like difficult to like i see this and like i want to be there but i'm not there and um just asking the lord to just how does that make you feel when you're not there it's tough it's tough because i i know that i had a moment uh this making me think back to i think over a year ago Mm -hmm. we had this event called like jesus tent and um, it was more of like an evangelistic thing we were just wanting to invite like a lot of people to come and just have the opportunity to encounter the lord and i was doing it i was there but i did not have a heart for it like honestly i did not and i was just there kind of out of i said i would be out of my word which is which is important but um i didn't really have a heart so i took a step back and i just kind of stepped out of the tent as people were worshiping and all of that and i was like lord like what is your heart for these people what is your heart like show me the burden you have for these people and the Lord was, he kind of stopped me and he was like, you, you don't, you couldn't understand. You couldn't know the, the deepness that I feel for all of this, that I feel for all of you, that I feel for my people, the world, the ones who are lost. But he let me experience a small piece of that. And I was on, I was literally, it was outside and I was in the grass, like in on my knees in the mud, just like weeping. Mm. And there was just like, my, my heart became so heavy. So like, I just want to see them encounter you. I just want to see yeah. this. Yeah. And it was just such this heavy burden, but it wasn't a burden of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Um, like a sorrowful, a sorrowful burden, but a burden of like, like dang i just like uh i kind of i just want to see them be free i want to yeah. see them like i know that there's hope for them i know that there's something for them there is better for them and i want to see them like experience that i want to see them be free and jesus is constantly in intercession for us in that mm. there's not one moment and like any time that i think the lord is praying for us or interceding for us and is is not out of it's very hopeful it's not at a place of like oh man they messed up again but it's very hopeful it's like my child is gonna see this they're gonna see this they will encounter me here i'm putting this in their life it's a very hopeful prayer and i think just being in when you are in prayer for others or for situations just be hopeful not not be sorrowful know that there's like have faith know that there's more know that there is um like more for those people but uh, oh yeah back to the question I guess I kind of like left but finding my heart in a place where it's like I don't I don't want to be here respecting my word for whatever I had committed to so if it was like a mission trip or like anything else um, and I know that I gave the Lord my yes then that's number one I have to follow through with that I ha- um, even though in times maybe I didn't because there are times where I didn't and I have to repent for that myself but just being in times is like even just in my friendships, relationships, whatever, I said I was going to do something, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm not going to fall back on my word. But then um, just asking the Lord, like, what is your heart for this? Just show me. Show me, what, show me what this looks like. Show me how you see this. Instead of me developing my own perspective on it and making my own opinions on it, mm-hmm. uh, show me your opinion. 
and even like with people um there's people that are like frustrate you in your life and uh I'm like god I don't I don't know how to handle this person I don't want to I don't really know how to do that and I could very easily just have that opinion and have that perspective and that person is that wow but allowing the lord to be like what do you think yeah. What's your opinion on this? Yeah. And posturing my heart in that way. And I think that is one thing, submitting your flesh yeah. and allowing your spirit, your spirit that's connected uh, to the Lord, just allowing your spirit to come over your flesh. Uh, and it, yeah, that's a, that's a big thing because it's very easy to get frustrated with people. But allowing to submit your heart in commitments and relationships, all of those things, even if you don't have the heart, submit your heart to the Lord and he'll put that in you. Did you ever stop and say, okay, this is my flesh praying and not my spirit praying? Oh, 100%. Oh, my goodness. That's happening. I think that's normal. I think that yeah, just yeah, happens yeah. with people. Like, if this is something you're going to do every day, um, then, yeah, it, I think it's going to happen. But I think the most important thing is just learning how to recognize that. So whether it's you asking, like, the Holy Spirit, like, show me, show me when my flesh is, like, Show me when I'm doing things out of my flesh. And I think just signs of that are just like things that are not the fruit of the spirit, whether that's like laziness or frustration or you're complaining or whatever that may be, learning how to recognize it. And then not only recognizing it, but then doing something about it, whether that's catching it and being like, okay, I feel really lazy right now. And I'm really only just rooting the word out of my flesh. But God, I want, I'm want i submitting that to you. Mm. I want you to speak to me, like speak to my spirit. I'm like kind of like whether that's like saying it out loud, but recognizing it and then like doing something about that. Okay. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But uh, just recognizing it, doing something about it, making sure your spirit, because um, your spirit is always like after the Lord, your spirit, yeah, yeah, your spirit is always like uh, wanting to be in prayer, wanting to read the word or just wanting to to encounter the Lord. And I think um, especially like Christians that they've been a Christian their whole life or whatever, even like new believers, uh, we we do have that desire. That desire is placed within us to encounter the Lord, to um, know your word and to see the like lost uh, come come to Jesus, all of that. I think that's all something we can agree on to say, yeah, of course, I want to do that. But then our flesh is like, oh, I don't really want to. Oh, I kind of want to do this yeah, instead. Yeah. Do you think um, stillness is a big part of it? Stillness. That Yeah, that's a difficult thing for me, learning how to just be still and just allowing, like, just <laughs> allowing the Lord to just come in the middle of that, kind of interrupt your plans. Um, as I was saying earlier, just being very intentional in your plan, I think, or intentional in your time with the Lord uh, is important when you have a busy schedule and everything. Um, but I think in the midst of that, you should just walk in kind of like a stillness, if that makes sense. Like walk, know that you're walking with the Lord. Yeah. You have your time with the Lord. You have your time to go to church and everything and to encounter Him. But know that you're walking with Him and know that you can be still in that. Like you can be safe in that. And throughout your day and whatever you're doing, uh, I think when I think of stillness, I think of peace yeah, and just like a quietness over your heart, whether that's literally like, like silence or whether that's just peace for you. Um, so maybe that definition is just different for others, but for me, it's just learning how to like 
or not learning, just being in the peace of the Holy Spirit, being in the peace of heaven in everything you do and allowing the Lord that when he wants to intervene or when he wants to stop me, like he can. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. This is it. That's heavenly thoughts on prayer. And, you know, it's amazing how you break it down on what prayer is and for you and what stillness and peace is for just more on what the peace is in in your prayer. Because sometimes us people, us Christians, we try to go into prayer, but um, there's no peace. Because like, there's like, oh, I want to pray for this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something in, in, in my life that is happening right now. And mm-hmm. I know I need to pray, but I still don't feel peace. Like, mm-hmm. how do you get into that moment and say, okay, I got to get in that place of stillness? You say stillness for you oh, is yeah. peace. Mm-hmm. How do you get to that person? How do you, what do you tell someone to get into that position? So I kind of just think that in times when we're not at rest, when we're not at peace and when we're fearful, because that happens. The Bible says that we have not been given a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. But we do experience fear. And there is times when we're not at rest. So that tells me that whatever spirit that is, whatever yeah. way that I'm feeling uh, when I'm afraid or not at not at peace that's not of the lord yeah and that's not of god that's not what his what he's thinking right now so that just tells me that his spirit is different yeah that his spirit is power love and a sound mind so i think it's allowing the lord to come in the midst of your fear and put his opinion on it and put his voice in that in the middle of that because it's it's not um, it's not fearful. It's not those things. So allowing his spirit to come in, whether like even in the beginning of like Corona and COVID-19, everything that was happening, I was very fearful, like for my family, just for different situations. And I just asked the Lord, I was like, God, what do you think of all this? Like, what do you have to say? Because that's the truth, first of all. And um, I think when we submit our heart into that place, and we ask him and we let him speak into the situation, then uh, we're, we have the decision to believe either the fear or believe the Lord. Mm. And obviously when you choose to believe the Lord, you're submitting yourself under his spirit, and yeah. that spirit is peace. It is stillness. It is rest and a sound mind and love and power and all of that. But um, I think we're still going to experience uh, fear or being stressed even in a situation but we have the choice on what we believe. Yeah. Even though I can have doubts in my mind, even though I can be stressed about a situation, I get to choose what I believe about something. Even if everything is telling me something different, I can choose to believe the promises of the Lord. Um, so even like in times of prayer where something is happening or there is a situation in my life, uh, I think the best thing to do is really just ask the Lord for his input. Because that's the truth. And then you could have a solid foundation in the truth instead of um, something you're worried about. Yeah. Instead of the what ifs, you know? Yeah. 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 So this, this is it. Um, any last words? <sighs> any last words? I th- the people hearing. Well, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate <laughs> <laughs> you inviting me, Misael. Uh, but I think any my last word will be, I think it's all a process of learning. And when you 
um, allow the Lord to teach you and to take you through that process, whether it's in the Word or in yeah. your life or through a situation. Um, submitting it to the Lord, you'll be right exactly where you need to be, awesome. even if it's in a difficult place. Um, allowing the Lord to have His opinion, His intervention, uh, it'll take you to the place that you need to be. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Heavenly Thoughts. We hope you enjoyed it. we we'll see you next time. God bless.